Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friction, where we are confronting the challenging conversations that cause friction in the church. And today, y'all, we are talking about flat earth. Dun, dun, dun. I was about to say, somebody cue some like eerie music. (laughs) Now, let us just say, before we even get into this, um, for starters, we don't all have the same opinion on this. Some of us are more flat earthers. Some of us lean more towards around earth or spherical earth. And so we're just going to dive in. We're going to talk through some stuff. We're going to examine scripture on some stuff and we're just going to see. And we ask that as we talk and as you kind of listen and as you're kind of, you know, making opinions, having thoughts that examine it for yourself Mm -hmm. as well. So we're just here to have some dialogue and have some friction today. And uh, Mm -hmm. let's see where we all land and end up. And so, man, for starters, if you didn't know, Anna Lee was a part um, of an amazing podcast called Let's Go There, yeah. and it was great. And man, y'all actually talked about Flat Earth we did. Um, at one point, and you good. had some pretty interesting viewpoints and comments and things, and it's mm-hmm. it's great. And so since you are already studied up, mm-hmm. you know, this yeah. is your second go around to kind of oh talk gosh. about this stuff. We're going to let you kind of <laughs> lead the way oh. in all of this, and let's just see where we land. By show of hand, who's a flat earther? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. I was like, away. we should probably tell them where we stand on the spectrum okay. of flat There's, earth. Okay, yeah, let's, let's, do that. let's do this. So the scale is one to ten. Yeah. Ooh. One okay. being round earth. 10 being flat earth. Okay. Where do we fall? Okay. Yeah. Where do we fall? I'll go or I'll go first. Okay. So zero is round earth. Yeah. 10 is flat earth. I said it depends on the day, but today <laughs> after the TikTok binge, after the things, man, I'm leaning kind of like a six. Okay. okay. I'm like, wow. a, I'm okay. on like, yeah. I'm in the middle, but I'm yeah. like, yeah. Totally. today, man, I got like one little toe. Yeah, on the sure. flat earth side. I just, you know, I'm I'm excited to hear y'all's points. Yeah. So I will say I'm a five. I'm in the middle. Point one. Point leaning, one. Leaning flat earth. <laughs> just because I studied for myself. I have questions myself. Yeah. And I'm just, I love this conversation. So Yeah. So I would say I'm probably a seven. Oh. Okay. I thought she was about to say seven. like nine or something. I thought, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Around seven, maybe going on to the eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point yeah. five. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm literally probably a one. Okay. Oh, rounder. Okay. okay. I'm pretty positive the earth is round, but I am open. <laughs> I will say one thing that we do here is that we research and look into things and we don't let just, you know, bias of what we've thought all the time or maybe mm-hmm. what we've heard somewhere else. It's like dig into truth for yourself. Yes. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to dig into this today. And I'm open to going up to like a two. So oh, hey, we'll, okay. we'll see okay. if Anna Lee can get them to a 3.5. <laughs> there you go. By yeah. the end of this. I mean, I love one thing I love about flat earth people is their courage and their bravery into yeah. questioning what they've been taught oh. all throughout their life. And so that's one thing that I kind of. Uh, inspires me because I'm about truth. Like all I want is what does the Bible say that will dictate my truth um, aside from what science may say or what I've been taught in school. And this was one of those topics where I had gone in believing that this is just crazy. And I come on the other side, actually like having legit questions about um, this. So 
our whole motivation for this is for you guys to dig into it for yourself. Yeah, and eventually. it's fun. It's fun to do research and yeah. question your thinking. Yeah, because we've seen with COVID, we've seen with giants, Nephilim, things we were never taught in the school system that that's there's actually history and real legitimate yeah. Yeah. Um, things out there that, man, you do have to question, especially in these last days where there's going to be so much confusion. Um, the deception is going to be so big. You have to ask those questions for yourself. Should we start with what Get flat earthers it. believe? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Let's bring because it a lot of people may not even know what that is. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And then why after that? What and why? <laughs> okay. Flat earthers believe the earth is flat within an impenetrable wall um, of ice around the disc, which is completely different than, you know, what we've been taught. Like, yeah. Like it, like it's ice physically wall. impossible or it's just not easy. I don't know. Okay. I've, so I, and I'll let you get right back to it. I saw a couple TikTok videos to where it was like, no, like you can't penetrate through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't get through it. And there's, and obviously fact check stuff. And it wasn't like the scientist that was there, but it was somebody, a secondhand account of like, oh yeah, there's been stories of people trying to get through it and they can or like mm-hmm. different things. And so, yeah, like you can't, you can't go through it yeah. at all. Uh, they also believe in the firmament, which we all hear from the Bible, uh, that it's a great dome that encapsulates the flat earth, kind of like a globe, like a snow globe. Mm-hmm. So it is round at the top, but it's flat at the bottom. Uh, and the sun moves in a circular pattern around the earth instead of what we've been taught is that the earth moves around the sun. I did not know that aspect of flat earthers' yeah, so, beliefs. I so didn't know that. So it's a globe, the sun and the moon, and they're rotating around the whole disk. And the stars are where? In the also, same kind of area? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it's yeah. all encapsulated within. And it could differ. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, no. That's good to yeah. know. This is good foundational mm-hmm. knowledge. Okay. So get into I got, it. I got Go some ahead. firmament scriptures that I think are just really cool. Let's do it. Okay. So I looked up the definition of firmament. Okay. <laughs> Apparent surface of the imaginary sphere on which celestial bodies appear to be projected. And so I think some of the the scriptures that kind of this morning, I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Okay, let's see. Amos 9, 6. And I had a look at different translations because obviously translations are different. I was like, where is this? And it talked about a vaulted dome. So in the... Amplified version. It says, It is he who builds his upper chambers in the heavens and has established his vaulted dome, the firmament of heaven over the earth, he who calls to the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. So, just like the idea of like a vaulted dome. Oh my gosh. What it said, vaulted, where did that? Isn't said that way in the scripture or was it a definition you looked up about? No, it's in scripture. Okay. Cool. Impenetrable. Scripture. <laughs> Amos Baltic. 9, 6. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then. PJ's at a 1.2, guys. We're going to keep him moving. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep him moving along. Every scripture. Yeah. Vaulted. And then in Job 37, 18, uh, talks about the firmament being spread out the sky, which is strong and as a molten looking glass. Because I was watching Ooh, videos yeah. of how, yeah. how, the, how Yahweh can look at his creation through a looking glass. Yeah. And I was like, I got to do more. And it's just mm-hmm. when you when you actually watch the flat earth videos of the pictures, 
it's so cool because obviously, you know, you have your flat earth, but and we can talk about Genesis of how they separate yeah, yeah. the yeah. water Waters, from yeah. the water. Genesis one seven. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just I'm I'm now so intrigued to study firmament, what it means in Hebrew. I was like deep diving today. So I just wanted to pull out those scriptures. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Genesis 1-7 says, And divided the water which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And um, if you look at the ancient Hebrew conception of the universe, which this is what they based on was uh, the creation, it shows a flat earth and the firmament with the waters above and the waters below. And we can ha- we can put that on there for y'all to see. And I would um, say I agree with the waters above and waters below. I think the firmament is the atmosphere in between because you have to also realize that before the flood and especially before sin, the earth was very different than it is now. I mean, sin really transformed not just our bodies, our spirits, mm-hmm. but everything responded to the fall. And so you had a perfect Garden of Eden atmosphere. Sin comes in, everything changes, just like people were living hundreds and hundreds of years mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of Dr. Carl Ball and a lot of creationists talk about the firmament and how the water above before the flood and before sin, and they have all this explanation, was part of the protection from radiation, and there was more oxygen in the air, which caused people to live longer. Mm -hmm. And of course, the degradation of the earth through the fall, I think, is what's caused the earth to not have, because we we have waters above still. But, I mean, you're talking a vapor and very thin atmosphere as opposed to what this sounds like is a thick, you know, atmosphere above us. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I see that part as far as the two firmaments. Mm-hmm. So cool. keep okay. going. That's fair. No, yeah. that's, a, that's, a great, that's, that's a great perspective. I hadn't thought posting. Job 38, 14 says, Earth takes form like clay under a seal. And so if you think of a seal that's stamped. That's impenetrable. And, it's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is... Psalm 75, 3, if we're just going through scriptures, it's, it is I who hold its pillars firm, talking about um, saying the earth doesn't move. Yeah, I was spiraling on scriptures this morning about the earth being set. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, that's like, that's my genuine question. How do we define set? And yeah. I love Isaiah 40, 22, he who sits above the circle of the earth. And pe- some people say, well, he might have meant sphere. But there's actually a couple verses before that where he talks about a ball in a sphere. So there was a distinction between that, and he used circle there. So, so. I would like to read that because I looked it up in the word circle in Isaiah 40, 22, and it talks about a sphere and roundness is the Hebrew definition. So I was, but I didn't think about, there's a different Hebrew word he just yes. used that says a, a round thing. So there's a verse, and I don't have... I don't. I didn't write it down, but I can look for it. Yeah, go pull it um, up. <laughs> where it talks, he uses the word ball before, hmm. as explaining like. Well, and I think also even in thinking spherical or circular, like half of a sphere, half of a sphere still kind of supports that idea. If like I'm sitting above it, it's like a full circle. Because if I just get a snow globe, it's spherical. It's just cut in half. Yeah, essentially. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think you can, not that either, it's indefin- indefinitely either one or the other, but you can look at those two things and be like, oh, if I'm sitting above a sphere, mm-hmm. it could just be the part that I'm actually sitting on top of versus right. it, it's in its entirety. I think it's important for us to just tell everybody as well that we're all on this page together, that the word of God is truth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just have truth in it. it. It The scripture says, thy word is truth. And so... 
we're looking to the word as our ultimate source of truth. Yeah. Yes. And even out throughout history, there have been things in scripture that at the time science would seem to have differed with, but as science has progressed, the word of God has never changed yeah, and right. science catches up to the word in many cases. Mm-hmm. So I would say our base level is just going with scripture. Now, even some of the scriptures you read, I would I would interpret them different mm-hmm. as far as right. kind of like stamping yeah. something. I mean, I think it's saying you can mold the ground however you want. I'm like a stamp. I mean, I can go and draw a triangle and dirt or mud. So it doesn't mean just because it's stamped and a stamp has a flat part mm-hmm. that the okay. earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think what we're doing today is not arguing on is, is the word true or not. We're saying you're interpreting that scripture that way. 100%. I might see it this way. So that's kind of our basis we're building on. And also, as you're kind of looking that up, I didn't mention this in the beginning, but also thinking about this stuff, like this isn't something that somebody's going to lose their salvation over. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this isn't something that should be like, if you believe it this way and they believe it that way, then like we can't be in agreement about the things of Christ and and walk in like this. This is not going to affect your salvation. We're having fun with this. Jesus is still Lord. Believe in in any, you know, either which way. Again, just like PJ said, we are discussing we're we're you know, holding up interpretations together, seeing what we're finding, what we're feeling and and just having conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. One thing that's really big for me to as I even approach this idea is we have to truly ask ourselves, are we willing to change our mind? For sure. Because and again, I've lived in the world for 30 years. So I was conditioned of the world and it wasn't until I truly encountered Jesus and he started renewing my mind that right. I recognized I've been conditioned. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's why like I keep saying in every episode like it is so important to have to think for yourself. And so my excitement with flat earth, I could care less. Mm -hmm. Like to be honest, I could care less. I'm excited that there's conversation. Mm -hmm. And so if you can just sit at a table, like if you're triggered right now and it's like, you you guys are crazy. This is so stupid. Like you may have some identity rooted elsewhere that it's like, man, if you can't just sit at a table and be like, flat earth sounds so crazy. Like just teach me what you think. And I'll choose for myself what to believe and vice versa. And so that is our excitement about having these conversations is like, just think for yourself because great deception is here and coming. Oh, yeah. And so I just, this excites me because I am willing to change my mind. Mm -hmm. So let me ask with that, let me ask a yes or no question Mm -hmm. to everyone to where it's like, what? Well, first, before the yes or no question, where do we get and how do we know the knowledge that we have outside of the word? Obviously we know the word and we're talking through the word and talking through interpretations. Where do we get the knowledge that we have of earth now from? Yeah. Just like what's the, and I'm pretty like, I would, I think 90% of the world in America anyway, would agree of the source of that. What? All together class. Science. Who? Like who? NASA. NASA. Yeah. NASA. And so I think it's it's safe to assume we get majority of our information about what we know about space, the universe, all these things from this entity. Mm -hmm. But I think you're saying like the modern society gets it from NASA. Like around Earth is like thousands of years old, like 2,000 years old based on just observation. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think like if this is a big conspiracy and they're trying to hide something from us, I'm thinking – if this was just, if we just discovered the earth was round 50 years ago and people said, man, we cannot let people know it's flat, 
then you can create this kind of like secret knowledge and hide people. But for 2,000 years, scientists and people and minds have looked up every other planet's round. They've done experiments. And so it's like something that's been with us for a long time. So sure. that's where, for me, it's, it's a higher hill to climb because you're trying to disprove what a lot of people have uh, witnessed for a long period of time. Well, I would say flat earth was even before that with the ancient Which uh, I conception agree with that of, statement, of as far as the, the map idea. was flat. So sure. if you're talking about the length of time, actually flat earth was before even. But I'm saying as science, as our understanding of the earth has progressed, like before that, it was kind of, I mean, there was a lot of things people just took from, they didn't know gravity existed or anything. Well, I don't know if flat earth believes in gravity, so I don't know. But, you know, all these forces, and then it's like we get smarter and we learn about the earth that God's created. And so for a few thousand years, we've realized, oh, the earth is round. We've advanced in mathematics. And now it has not changed on the large scale, scientifically speaking, Which, for that long. I think that still goes back to that convo, because mm -hmm. even if... Like the average person that, and I know there's people that are like way deep into it and way not into it, but going back and just looking at, hey, what supports or backs up this claim or this thing in relation to actually having technology to be able to investigate those things. Because if we're talking about two, 300 years ago, like how did somebody come to the conclusion that something was flat or round? Right. right. You know, and so in like modern science is where I get the NASA thing from, or just like a scientific organization or entity in general. And so my yes or no question was, do you think NASA is truthful about everything? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and no. if the answer is no, right. I feel yeah. like that justifies examining oh, yeah. For sure. everything. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And so it's, and even I was looking like, man, where is evidence of, round earth or flat, but it's just like, where's the evidence to where it's like, I'm cause people get really worked up about oh, yeah. like, man, this it's is wild. so dumb. This is like, get passionate mm -hmm. about that's the dumbest thing ever. And my response is like, how do you know? Yeah. Well, we got pictures of stuff. I was like, what from NASA? Mm -hmm. We also land on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it those same people? Like, is that who we're talking about? Which people think the same thing. Like this is Okay, why would we not land on the moon? Like this is that argument is so dumb and so Yeah. Where'd you get your information from? Yeah. You have one source that you yourself would agree is not always truthful about And you things. can go into conspiracy stuff about NASA and how that was even created. Um for that purpose yeah. of being able and so and we can get into other things. I don't want to go too deep on this. I do want to talk about NASA because so we get from NASA that um I get them confused, but the earth is moving around the sun, right? This is one. This is what changed it all for me because there's scriptures that actually talks Joshua. He stopped the moon and the sun. He didn't stop the earth. Um, yeah. The Psalm 75, three, he holds the pillars firm. The earth is actually not moving. And so that alone was made me question. Just, well, I do love, I love the, cause I thought about the Joshua thing too, to where the sun stood still. Yeah. You know, and not the earth standing still. And that sure. was just enough to be able to oh, question yeah. mm -hmm. that idea. Uh, and, oh, sorry. Go ahead. One no, more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Psalm 19, 6, uh, talking about the sun. It's rising from the end of heaven and its circuit to the other end, talking about the sun. Yeah. So those alone 
are like, oh, at least open your mind mm-hmm. to like, oh, okay. To potentially yes. want to examine or investigate. And even like, and back on NASA, I have tons of thoughts on NASA oh, and I've looked we, up tons of things. We spend a lot of time. And so even like, because you can go right now and watch the 35-ish minute video of the moon landing. There's mm-hmm. a legit video that they released to the public of the world. I've never seen and it. And now with the mindset, knowing like technology and how mm-hmm. things works, obviously in 1969, Nobody was, there was no other way to look at or think about information because it was technology that to them at the time, obviously we can go deep in the Nephilim convo and about watchers and the technology (laughs) that just got reset. But Mm -hmm. hey, did the government really know about it already? Do they still know about it and all this? Not talking about that. So if you just watch and if you haven't watched it, I encourage you to go and watch the moon landing video and tell us your thoughts on that. Because I'm watching this, and it was sparked by actually a Joe Rogan clip that I saw about Flat Earth. And they played a short clip of it. And I had the thought of, like, wait a minute. I never even watched the moon landing video. I didn't realize there was an actual video of it that they released. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this video, y'all. And even the way they're moving, there's one part where they're, like, hammering something down. And the hammer drops. <laughs> and they it takes them, like, 20 seconds to pick the hammer up. And he's like, he just can't reach down it. And then he kind of falls, and then his body just, like, goes up without – he has one oh, foot on right. the ground, yeah, and yeah. it's almost like, like he's pulled up by yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here looking at this being like, that's not – like, I feel like that seems obvious in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. my eyes are not deceiving me that that's not normal. And then you yeah. look at the little aircraft thing that landed on the moon. I don't know what they call it. The little – in movies, there's a little mm-hmm. psh, 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 rover psh, thing. Psh, yeah, psh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like a kindergarten project. Is there, in that video, is there a video of them coming back to Earth? No. I've all, so this is. I, right, how does that, I feel how like does this that is a two part. This is a flat Earth and a moon landing. That's just sitting in orbit somewhere. I, that's just been my question is how, once you get there, which almost feels impossible. It's like, how did they get back? And I was just wondering if so that was no. in the video. And so currently right now, um, through like space station study and stuff, and there's a video, there's a real viral video of a guy who works in NASA for NASA for the space stuff. And he's like, man, I'd, we'd really love to go back to the moon. We just don't have the technology to do it anymore. I'm like, 1959, <laughs> all the technolo- technological yeah. advances here. Mm-hmm. But he talks about how we can go, right now we can go 400 miles, essentially, off of Earth into orbit or wherever. And then there's like a radiation like field or something that there's special stuff needed to get past that. And then going back and seeing that the moon was like 20,000 plus miles away. And then just my, just my, you're not, you gotta ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 60 years later, 400 miles versus 20,000 miles is a mass, massive difference to say, yeah, we did that in 69. Like we crushed it I mean, and, and was able to come back. I will so give like, you this. I, I, I actually agree with you because I know there's you can't put it past the government to try to win a race. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying that first moon landing was real or not. I mean, I haven't done all the research, but I could see the U.S. wanting to beat Russia and staging the fact that we got there first just to win it. But I say either way. I mean, let's just say and I believe we went to the moon, but let's like either way. It doesn't really answer the flat earth around earth thing i think it just opens the question of have we been lied to could we be lied to which i think most sensible people know whether any side of the aisles 
even if any side of the religious aisle, we know that our government is not totally honest. So like, I mean, we, I think we all agree on that. Now we have that door open, but it's like, okay, starting with the word, you know, what does it say? And then put the science behind it. Oh, and so, and this is the last point I'll make and I'll let somebody else jump in here. And so that was bringing up the NASA. I just went on a tangent about the moon, the moon landing because I'm passionate about it. Yeah, and I've done so thorough fun. research. <laughs> Drop something in the comments. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's argue. No, I'm kidding. Let's have a cr- great discussion. But, and so just yeah. in examining NASA, and I, I was kind of segueing into a lot of people's like, oh, we have pictures of the Earth, NASA satellites. You know, there's satellites that are in orbit right now taking photos. And I was watching something that made me think, and I don't have the actual, like, which we can look up. It's something we learned in science class in fifth grade. It's like the speed at which the earth spins on its mm-hmm. axis mm-hmm. is something like more hundreds, if not thousands of like miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And then the speed at which the earth rotates around the sun and how immense that speed is and what some people call like the Goldilocks situation to where mm-hmm. you ever hear where it's like, man, it's so intentional and the earth is spinning on its axis, the perfect perfect speed too close, to too far yeah, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's close enough to the sun to for life to all those things which is great and so we have these satellites and in my understanding it's like if the earth is spinning this fast on its axis at all times and it's orbiting at the same time simultaneously as the whole universe is also moving through space what does it look like for a satellite to be in the same spot over a, a piece of earth constantly at all times is that satellite then moving at 500 miles an hour all the time? Mm-hmm. Is it has it is it like trapped in the Earth's orbit in this very fixated spot to where there's like live feed satellite video that NASA has of the Earth? And I'm just like, how does that work if there's you're talking about thousands yeah. of miles per hour <laughs> moving in different directions, axis and orbit. And we have a satellite that is fixed on one point of the earth constantly forever while these things are spinning and moving yeah. mm-hmm. that like, what kind of equipment do you need <laughs> to, 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 to have yeah. something sustain that kind of speed and that mm-hmm. kind of existence. And it's like, we're just like, no, we got satellite picks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you hear what you were saying? Like how diff- how crazy that sounds. Are you saying we don't have satellites? No, I'm saying, I'm saying, just in the sense of like a flat versus round argument to where we have satellites that give us a constant live feed right. of a position of earth from space Correct. and they don't move or do they, but we know and understand that the earth is moving at thousands of miles an hour. And I'm saying thousands, it could be hundred. I don't know that exact number, but like we yeah. learn it moves on the axis and it's in orbit. And so the how question they move? that arises is like, how is a satellite then fixed on one point always constantly all the time. It's like, is this, what's who lying? <laughs> like somebody's yeah. lying. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's stuff that if you're like cemented, which is why when we started, I was like, man, I'm a six today. And I know it's cause I like rabbit hold some flatter right. stuff <laughs> and anybody can essentially with enough uh, charisma and <laughs> facts or, or ideas or opinions communicated in a great mm-hmm. way. People can sway yeah. in any capacity. It's like, Oh, I'm a six right now, but in the middle, essentially, in a sense of like how there's, I feel like there's such a great argument for both. Yeah. And it just is wild. I mean, I think, I think 
once we get off knowing that the Word of God is our basis for truth, which we're going to get comments Keep reiterating. from people go, yeah. you crazy people think this book is truth, you know? <laughs> so if, if you disagree with us on is the Word of God truth yeah. or not, then we're going to be in two different dimensions sure. already. 100%. Those of you that are watching, like, this is our base. Yeah. So I always start with what this says, and then I go into, like, because I'm open, too. Like, let's go into observation instead of what scientists have told us. Like, So I just started thinking about, okay, flat earth, I would, my first thought I wrote down is like, I mean, there are different images. Like if somebody takes a night picture in Australia of the sky, it's a different, I mean, there's different, the the, even like the Northern and Southern hemispheres have different views, for example, and different directions they're looking in space. So Mm -hmm. like what I'm saying is if we were all on a flat earth, we'd look up and see the exact same stars at the exact same time. Well, they move. I believe it's well, the, the flat Earth is there if the it's, sun it's, and stars are orbiting Earth. I know, but we're, if we're not moving on the Earth and we all look up, we see the exact same sky all the time. Is right? what you're saying or what you're not? You're saying we do see the same sky or we don't see the same sky? No, I'm saying we don't in real life. I mean, yeah. in real like because because <laughs> if it was a flat Earth, <laughs> in real the life. stars are all there. Even though they're moving, we all look up and have the panoramic view that's the same. I feel like and that's, so you could be on this side of a disc on this side, and you could both look this direction and see the it's same. Too well, if it's huge, yeah, yeah it's, it's like if massive. you're five thousand miles on. In but front, is it though? Because I mean, and this might be a flat Earth argument, but like if I get a <laughs> if I have a telescope, I can look into space, which I believe is hundreds of thousands of miles away, millions of miles yeah, away, yeah. and see objects millions of miles away. We can see Jupiter, which in a round Earth mentality is way far away. So. Who's to say we can't see the same image of space from across this tiny little globe or disc, you know, and see the same thing with high-powered, you well, know, I'm, telescopes? So I feel like maybe. I mean, I that just is feel a, like you know that's a good argument. I feel, it is, but I feel like it's indefinite. Like, it's not, it isn't concrete enough for, like, even with telescope stuff. And, again, this is this would rabbit hole even beyond more because then you'd have to say, okay, like what it, as far as space and stars and stuff go, again, even with knowledge looking through telescopes, not like I see yeah. the surface of Jupiter with the the eye and the fire coming from it and things happening or mm-hmm. Mars. Yeah. And so it's just like, it, it put, for me personally, it brings me back to like, man, I got to question everything. Because then I have to ask the question of like, okay, what is that really like if I'm looking with my naked eye and then looking with all of these massive yeah. telescopes, the size of buildings looking out to be like, Oh, what am I actually seeing and looking at? Okay. Mm-hmm. So let me add a couple more and maybe this yeah. will help okay. Come on. round it out. Take me to a five. Rabbit hole. I've never got really into the flat earth research before. And then since we talked about it, I've been watching it. And so I, like you, I just went down this rabbit hole, but I was <laughs> like, let me go from my observation and my thoughts first. Just what is the reality that I see? Another thing I was thinking, and I actually heard someone say this, and it made sense. In a lunar eclipse, the Earth's shadow is cast on the moon in a perfect circle. So whenever you see that lunar eclipse, you are seeing the Earth's shadow. And it, I mean, look at the moon when you see it. I mean, you're seeing a waxing crescent and waning. My boys are learning that in science. But anyway, <laughs> it's like the, you know, the shape. Of, because that's the shadow of the Earth is hitting it. And then I thought every other planet that we can see with telescopes are all round. So everything is round in our solar system. Why can't but Earth? us? I mean, I would just think if you're talking about just, you know, what is the realistic, I, most likely we would be in the same 
shape as everything. If they were so, all flat, well, but does, would that yeah. would that mean that would that mean that the Earth is moving, or is it the sun? Because the Earth is casting that the eclipse thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Does that prove that the Earth is um, orbits around the sun? Yes, because we know because there's a solar eclipse. Yeah. And there's a okay. lunar and eclipse. There's a lunar and so we know that it's not the sun and the moon doing that. It's the earth and the moon because a solar eclipse is exact different. So what would you say about the scriptures that talk the ones about? We read? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have like, I mean, like when you say the four corners of the earth. Well, I'm talking Hebrew, about Joshua. Like he stopped one? the moon and the sun. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a, this is a good theological conversation. It's kind of like this. The word of God is true, but how we read it is varied in how we interpret it. And so, for example, when Jesus calls us his sheep, it doesn't mean we're literally sheep. Like, we're humans. So he says, you are my sheep. And if you take some things totally just in that, you know, value of that, then you're like, we're not humans. Jesus just said we're sheep. So when he says he stopped the sun, I mean, there's a million angles you can look at that, you know. But, I mean, you can look at it like this, too. God stopped everything. You know, it's like the sun stopped because this, I mean, the sun is technically moving in the universe. To stop time itself. It's moving throughout <laughs> the universe. Mm-hmm. It's just the solar system moves around the sun. So it, it could be true that he, the sun stopped moving north, south, east, and west in the overall galaxy. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So you can see it like the sun stopped, like God just paused everything. No, I think there's. But the sun stopped, but doesn't the sun, Okay. Just in a sense, like time stops. I mean, stopped. that's a stretch. Because by saying yeah. the sun stopped doesn't mean you're saying the earth didn't stop. Like, there's, is that a conjecture? Well, when you're I saying, mean, like, he said the sun stopped, so but then that add, means the earth is. You add that to another scripture that says this, the sun is in circuit. So are you talking about the sun is in circuit as in it moves, but it doesn't move? I mean. Yeah, I mean, the sun is in circuit. Like, well, like the, the sun whole galaxy is moving. As well. Right. I mean, like, as a whole, it but could be with, moving in a big circle bigger that than whole, even the sun. Yeah, I mean, like, that the, is what, what I'm saying is, about. is they're not clear enough for me to override all of the evidence. Like, because I'm thinking you can interpret that a million ways. Like, it has its own circuit. The earth sure. revolves around the sun. I, can see, I, can I mean, the moon that. revolves around the that. earth, and the earth revolves around. So, I mean, there's circuits after circuits. And, like, the pillars, I mean, the earth is on an axis. You know, so when you're saying pillars, I mean, you can look at that like it's stable because the Bible says it's fixed in the heavens and the word. So, I mean, like, but does that mean that the earth isn't spinning? It could just be totally stable and it's not doing all this, but it's perfectly in orbit around the sun. Which is, it just that, I mean, that. But I get where you're seeing it. I'm not saying I don't see that. I got a dozen questions even from that. And in my mind, Mm -hmm. and I didn't research this, so this is truly just like a raw question of like, how we know the Earth's been in a thousand miles an hour (laughs) and that it's orbiting? Like what, how do we, where did we get that um, information? Because Mm -hmm. that was told to us and we believe it. And so it's like, who told it to us when and how? I but don't like, know the answer to this question. Think of the telescope, question. though. Like, if the Earth is flat, then the higher up you go, you should be able to use a space telescope and see other states or see from Los Angeles to New York if you're on a high enough mountain with a powerful enough telescope. But you can't. There's a limit at point you hit curvature and you stop being able to see over that curve. I mean, that's just like, if you just think Which is, just no, that's, practically That's speaking. fair. That's fair. I mean, I pilots have to account for the curvature of the earth and their timing of getting to places. That's part of the math that they do and the computers do now. 
to get a pilot to a place in a certain amount of time and what direction they fly. I, I hear that. And I think even, and I mean, even with obviously a telescope is, is way more advanced and powerful and supposed to magnify just vision in general. Yeah. Even like seeing with the naked eye, you look out across like the land doesn't curve anyway, but if mm-hmm. I look out far enough, it's going to taper off yeah. in a yeah. distance. And so I feel like that could also mm-hmm. be a thing like that. And even with pilots, it's just like there's thinking in a sense of getting from one place to another. Pilots always fly east to west. And if you look at a map, it's never north to south. Or if you look at a map, it's like, why wouldn't if you're coming from places in Asia and you're going to, you know, beyond the U.S., they don't, for whatever reason, don't ever go the opposite way. There's a cool. I have to potentially yeah. send a video. Yeah, how do That's you know this? Look yeah. at well, it's because well, don't they what defi- define what you mean? Because aren't there like you can see the world flight patterns? You mean they're only ever doing this and they're not? Yeah, like I if feel you like go flight look, patterns are always well, you like can this. go. It's so there's well, they have amounts, and it's like a angle. plane, mm-hmm. so it's an angle of things, but it's never like legit true north or south mm-hmm. when they're flying. And there's and I'll show you the video. But if too. you're southwest, you're still that means there is a south. For it's sure, not like and it's, but it's still on, essentially on a horizontal plane of like, oh, if I'm here, but the plane is horizontal and it's just wider, okay. the plane of that which I'm traveling in, it's like yeah. I can go, I can go north and south within that plane. And this is, and I'm not, I'm not an expert in this. This is just something that I briefly researched and saw, and somebody was kind of breaking down like flight patterns of like, oh, if you buy a ticket from here to go here. It's an 18-hour flight, but if you look at a map, wouldn't it make sense to just go on the back end of the earth and you'd run into it sooner? Like, why do they have to fly far west rather than just going east and ending up there? I'd like to hear, if anyone knows that, please comment. Yeah, would be interesting. Yeah, and hopefully I'll find the video because I saw that video. Tell us. Yeah, Yeah. experts, give us the... Uh And so, yeah, go ahead. I want to go back to, because I'm all about scripture, and you said, you know, you have to, the way you interpret it is different. Like, when do we decide when something is, like, what they're saying is literal and when it's, Symbolic or different I think meaning. scripture just interprets scripture. I mean, you have to look at it that way. So, I mean, that's how you know. I mean, scripture backs itself up. So if there's multiple scriptures talking about the earth not moving, then is that backing it up or is every one of those? But I don't, I guess I don't see any of those saying the earth's not moving. I, that's all of them I see from one angle. Just like it says, it calls a sheep like, I don't know how many times in the Bible. So you could say it backs it up every time. So we're not humans, we're sheep. I think it's just how you interpret those scriptures. Like, and I like study Hebrew, so I haven't gone deep in this. So I can't, I guess I can't say, and you might be right, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I look at the words. I'm like, okay, what does that word corner mean? What does that word circle mean? Is it a sphere? Is it a circle? Or could it be either? And so we can interpret it based on our bias. Well, that Hebrew word means it just means a sphere or that just means a circle. And it could be just a word that you can use in either direction. So I guess I'd have to read those more to give you a good answer on that. As right. far as well, because you know, I, from what I've researched, there's like sixty scriptures referencing the sun and the moon moving, and zero saying that the earth is moving. So well, and I, I mean, think the sun and the earth and the moon are moving, though. That's the thing. Okay. You know, like they are moving in space. We're just to trying to decide amount. who moves around who is what. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I just, it goes back to like, 
then you can interpret anything the way you want it to. Like, we have, I don't know. That's a question for me. I mean, I'm thinking of like, just the salvation part of it. Like he died for sins. Like, is that literal? Or is that like, you know, when, when do we decide it is literal? When do we, when can we shift it from a literal meeting to something else? Yeah, I think the, just the Bible college answer is it interprets Scripture. And so that would lean in your direction and saying, well, then if there's multiple Scriptures that say the sun's moving and the earth isn't, then it should lean. And I would say I agree with you. I just have to read those Scriptures and just see mm-hmm. that. Because, I mean, yes, you're right. We don't question the Word or the validity of it. But if the Word is saying something clearly over and over again, then the Word yeah. interprets itself. So I agree. I don't That's know, guys. Deep. I love it. I want to. So I'm I'm more fascinated with firmament than flat Earth, and I'm just like, how? What was that like? Yeah, because the the pictures of you know the flat Earth theory, I don't know, they make sense to me. And like when 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 the people who are arguing from the biblical standpoint and they're saying, yeah, they're just explaining the flat Earth, which is a sphere. Uh, just the bottom is this, but then you have the waters under here. It's just so it it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just well, I don't it does. Know. And it's interesting, even like all the controversy and conspiracy just surrounding Antarctica and stuff too, and just mm-hmm. the different thoughts That's true. and ideas <laughs> in the treaties. It's like we know that there have been total wars and attempted genocides for resources and things. And then, but for whatever reason, there's this military guarded place that as kids, Antarctica was just always the seventh continent. And now it's just like, it's like not even mentioned almost. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's military guarded and there's treaties between over a dozen nations about like, hey, we're just going to choose. And I was reading through it and like the reasoning behind it was because we want to conserve its, it's like beauty and natural element to whatever is and it's like really mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> if we got a military guard this place that ain't nobody allowed to go to and it's just yeah it's just weird and i don't have any definitive thoughts or anything on it but just to think and there was i did see a video um that i was showing y'all before we started of on google earth this lady was drawing because you can go to google earth on the app and you can kind of draw borders around land masses mm-hmm. and every time you try to draw it around Antarctica it crescents it's almost like it corrects and it just won't let you draw a square or a oh, shape yeah. but if you try it on any other continent it whatever shape you draw the triangle is just there but Antarctica it, it just corrects itself and it's yeah. crescents all well, what does that mean also crescent because I think and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I think flat earthers believe Antarctica is the is wall. Is around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the it. wall So the there. crescent would, That's would what support that. that. And so, and then, and then she like, in the video, she like shows like a flat earth picture. It's like Antarctica is essentially the circumference of yeah. what the, would the, be flat edges. earth, which kind of supports that claim, which I just thought was kind of cool. And it just made mm-hmm. me think again, like, huh. And there's so much limited knowledge about Antarctica which we They're can rabbit hole all day. They and are like, hiding why? For sure. But then there's like sea guys or I don't know, deep sea voyagers. Mm-hmm. Or this one guy, this one cool video where he's like, you know, I'm I'm deep diving in a submarine esque type thing. And he he ended up 
disappearing somehow and nobody's ever heard of him or finds him. Um, but he talks about going down and getting to a point where it was like, he was like, I saw a lake inside of the oh, ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when yeah. I pressed up There's on it, on uh-huh. it like I could, like I couldn't go through it and it kept pushing me back and I was hmm. confused and he started to do videos on it. And then all of a sudden his page disappeared <laughs> and like it's never heard of again. And so there's just so there's much. So much. There's just there's so, so much. much. Yeah, I think just repeating too. I mean, like we do this because we're getting you to think. Yeah, 100%. we're just examining the world around us. And I would say once again to believers, the word of God's infallible, but we have been so conditioned to just believe whatever someone else believes or tells us mm-hmm. instead of what we see or what we believe. And I think the enemy is his only weapon is deception. Jesus defeated him at the cross. So he's constantly trying to work deception to the church to Mm -hmm. keep us confused and not aware. I mean, just the Nephilim conversation. Mm -hmm. Now it's a major worldwide conversation where it was so hidden. It's in scripture. Mm -hmm. And now we're starting Mm -hmm. to see that, man, what God said is coming to pass. So just be willing to, we don't question the word, but question what you're hearing on the airwaves all the time back and really back it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with scripture. Yeah, and That's I love that. And it's like, if you're, especially when you're passionate about a viewpoint, the best question is like, oh, what's the foundation of that belief? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what I've always learned in school, or that's what I've always heard, or that's, you know, I watched it and they said that. And it's like, cool, <laughs> great. Yeah. Great. That is true. Yeah. I'm just, I'm reading this scripture right here. It's kind of cool. I don't, I don't know what it means, but I just want to add it because it's fun. This is fun. This is so fun to me. Like, uh, so I had in my notes, Ezekiel 122 and it said firmament above the heads of the living creature was as the color of awesome crystal stretched forth over their heads above. And in the Mm -hmm. flat earth topic, that was just like, Biblically talking about the the sphere, the mm-hmm. dome. I'm like, oh, what does the scripture even say? And I, I don't know. I'm just, I just want to read it. Um, just starting in 21. So I have zero context for what was even before this, but it's yeah. cool. When those went, these went. When those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up together with them. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. This is New King James. I don't even know what they're talking about, but this then goes Ezekiel. into the. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 The likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. And under the firmament, their wings spread out straight, one toward another. Each one had two which covered one side. And I don't know if they're talking about like angels right now. They are. But it's yeah. just, yeah. I'm Heaven. fascinated yeah. by firmament and the flat earth conversation that uses scriptures to to explain the actual map of it is just really cool and fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, and so it's, <laughs> it's just a, a whole other deep dive too, where there is even, um, I was watching some people who probably study this way longer than us combined and live their whole life mm-hmm. is dedicated to this thing. But in essentially kind of challenging all that we know about space and I, and I again, I feel like this this video maybe have may have all kinds of different clips and things just to kind of track along with our thought processes and conversations. But in a sense of saying, like, I don't believe we've ever been an actual and this isn't me personally saying that I'm quoting 
ever been in like actual orbit and talked about the earth system and how like, and it was a guy that worked in like science and stuff and had worked on like rocket blastings. And he was like, we can't leave the earth system. Like there was just a barrier. There's a thing stopping it. And you just, you can't get outside of the earth system. Like there's just not a way to do it. Like there's a literal thing blocking and we just can't get out. And just what's going on about, we think we can just because we've been told we can and people have believed that we can, but actually haven't physically like gone Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so just saying like, man, when we see that or when you see footage of the space station and there's like the round earth behind it, which now with technology and just videos and people's more knowledge on just how to create videos and create things. It's like, unfortunately people are, debunking all kinds of like NASA videos that we Mm -hmm. saw 15 years ago, 20 years ago of people in the space station doing things. And again, it's like, if I feel like I'm confident in saying that an entity has lied about anything to that magnitude, I feel justified in examining everything. Not saying that you're throwing everything out, throwing the baby out the bathwater. That's not what I'm saying. Cause I personally do think that we've actually been to space, but I'm willing to entertain the thought that we haven't ever been to space after like, now I watch space station videos and the astronauts out there like fixing stuff on the space station. And I'm just looking at this and I'm like, this is not real. (laughs) This just doesn't feel real at all. And I encourage you like, go watch moon landing video, go watch space videos, go watch the photos and the things like what our mind essentially goes to on default when we think about space and we think about the earth and we think about photos and things mm-hmm. is stuff that essentially we've been told yeah. or just fed. And it's just for years in our lifetime had never really been challenged until now. And so now there's this deep seated truth that we have mm-hmm. about something and we get kind of almost triggered when somebody challenges it. Cause right. it's like, no, like that's what, cause you no, question everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, it's what like, do you mean what? that's yeah. wrong? And I'm like, well, are you, have you personally been to space and seen everything? Well, yeah. no, but I saw the videos. Like, great, because that's reliable these days, you yeah. know? Especially if we, like, we place scientists above, like, almost godlike in that, you know, what they've studied. Because I, I look in the future, um, you know, Jesus is coming soon. We believe that we're going to be here when he comes. And these are going to be the same people telling us that the mark is good for you. It's true. Yeah. That um, there's nothing wrong with it. Scientifically, I'm sure there's going to be some mm-hmm. kind of um, truth they're going to try to put out there um, and push towards you. So not only is this good just to check for yourself now, but it has some real implications yep. in the near future for all of us. That's why when I say I'm 5.1, where I'm like, I'm standing in the middle because, I again, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a cool topic, but yeah, no, no one at this table is dying on a hill about yeah. flat no. earth or round earth. This is just a fun topic to dig deep so that we can actually ask, are we thinking for ourselves? The reason why I'm going to lean point one is because I don't believe everything I see. I don't believe everything I've been taught. We can literally list out so many things our school system has taught us that's just wrong. <laughs> That's incorrect or that hasn't been explained to the fullest. And even for me, like, I'm just always thinking spirit realm for everything. Mm -hmm. I don't believe everything I see because there is a supernatural realm 
And so I, those are just like the yeah. things, and, or even, I think we're in a, a pivotal time in society where people's paradigms are shifting. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about aliens. Like mm-hmm. for so long, yeah. people have thought that's crazy. There's no such thing as aliens. And now our government's like, by the way. Just drop the bomb. And I'm it, shocked that more people aren't talking about because it. Because we're conditioned. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. like, that is what? the heart. Yeah. That's the heart behind this is like, it's okay to challenge what you've been taught, yes. what you've been told. Because if you're now for the first time being like, wait, the government says they're aliens and you thought that was just a Hollywood thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe just do some research. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, it, this is a really cool time. But be, <laughs> and it hurt. the reason why we get so triggered, and that's why I talked about identity earlier, is when your foundation is challenged. Oh, like we, and that's that like shows your foundation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's shaken. why, like, even in politics, people are so boiled because that's their identity. Like, mm-hmm. their identity is in the side versus the kingdom. I get that way when someone challenges the word of God. Right. Mm-hmm. So you see what is really yeah. your foundation. Because oh, yeah. I'm like, no, that's absolute truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if science is your absolute truth, right, and you're going to go overboard and yeah. get triggered oh, yeah. on that. So that's that's just even like, know that's why you get triggered. That's yep. a good thing good of point. like, if we're having this conversation and you're just so heated right now. And and you're in a very unhealthy mindset <laughs> or ready to curse people out or call them crazy, just take a step back, breathe, and like ask, why do I feel so deeply about this? Yeah. Because it because your identity or your value is in something that mm-hmm. is not the kingdom of God or the word of God. And I only say this because I was unsaved for 30 years. And mm-hmm. so I literally had a complete atmospheric shift in thinking which is why you just can't tell me anything. I'm going to believe it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, just give yourself some grace and yeah. give people grace that we can sit at a table yeah. and have thought provoking conversation. Mm-hmm. Fascinating to me, guys. Faith and friction. Faith yeah. and Good. friction. Good stuff. This is, I, I appreciate this because this was really the first episode where we were like, I don't agree with that or I don't understand yeah. that. And this was cool. Hey, thank you so much for being in this conversation with us. And we all want to hear from you. Yeah. What do you think about this? Maybe yeah. you have facts. Maybe you have points that are from a different angle that would open our eyes to a few things. Yeah. Comment. Let us know what you think. And, uh, man, we have some really good subjects coming, some good episodes yeah. coming that, man, it's going to just, Excited. you'll be surprised what's yeah. coming. So please let us know. Give us ideas as well for future episodes uh, because we want to hear from you. So thank you once again. We will see you next time. This is Faith and Friction. See ya.